might as well is an audio gallery that showcases the rejection of the binary frailties of good and evil in favor of truth told via comically allegorical jeremiads. In other words, Hasehamaumo. at home this next segment is for you this friday the newest batch of disney channel stars grown in the disney genetic engineering lab will be unveiled to the public right now tracy most of our viewers are already familiar with a lot of the products that have come out of the disney lab yes but how exactly do you create a hillary duff or a miley cyrus from scratch right. well we're going to find out exactly how it's done right now because joining us live from the disney lab is uh, one of their lead geneticists dr andrew rourke welcome dr rourke there's quite an operation you've got going on out well, there thanks jim so the stars that we see on tv are actually grown right here uh, that's correct they're they're grown and uh, developed here we engineer their brains for advanced singing and dancing capabilities even posing for photos by the time they grow to desired size uh, these child stars are fully ready for the camera or the, the concert uh, tours or whatever Disney chooses to put them in. That is simply amazing. <laughs> now, how long does it take to actually create a star from scratch? Well, not very long at all. We use the exact same DNA structure for all of our stars, and then we simply tweak minor details like uh, hair color or skin tone. Right, yeah, we do have some footage here of some of the uh, well-known creations that have come out of your lab. Let's take a look. Yes, well, that's model 6831-A, publicly known as Mitchell Musso, standard male base with oh, a type wow. 3 skin pigmentation. Wow. And that's model 6831-B. We gave them slightly thicker eyebrows and type 5 skin. Well, so it's sort of like putting a puzzle together there. Exactly, exactly. Amazing. Okay, here we've got some of the images. Welcome to Might As Well. Bitch, buckle up. This is not NPR. So without further ado, the great Maui Ma. That's my shit buzzing right there. Look at them. Yo, look at that. Look at that sperm mobility, bruv. Buzzing. Normal mobility. Look at that shit in comparison to the fucking abnormal mobility. Right? Abnormal sperm be out there just, just chilling or fucking idle. Fucking lazy. Right? Abnormal sperm. Dude. Abnormal sperm is lazy sperm. You motherfuckers got drunk sperm. Bruh, yo, I'm old man, bruh. Yo, yo, it's crazy how, it's crazy how I'm old man. Yo, yo, I just realized that I'm old man. Who's manlier than me? Bruh, you can hear by my voice that I'm a baby making machine. I'm out here measuring my fucking taint. I got my fucking ruler out. Look at that distance! Dude, the distance between my fucking asshole and my dick is so big that bruv. Yo, hey, you you can cross it. It's not, yo, yo bruv, yo, you can cross the distance between my asshole and my dick, my taint. My taint is basically a fucking highway. I got a highway for a taint. Highway to heaven. 
The gym prof highway to heaven because my fucking sperm is holy in nature. I'm a baby making machine. I, I can't help it. I can't help it. You niggas be out there drinking water out of water bottles. Motherfuckers be out here copping, copping Fiji water. You'll die. Yo, nah, your sperm will die. The gym prof. And you niggas, yo, you niggas, you niggas are not generating enough sperm. Sperm counts are dropping worldwide. I can't relate, of course. Because I'm me. And I have a son on the way, bruv. You motherfuckers are shrouded in phthalates. Can't relate. I just can't relate. Damn, bruv, I'm all man, bruv. I'm all I'm all man. I'm all man. My back hurts. My back. My back hurts. Oh my god, my back. My back spinal. My spinal hurts. Cause my balls are heavy. Knees weak. <laughs> My, my, balls, my balls are so heavy that Bruh, shit is fucking up my back I'm like a chick with big boobs My balls are fucking up my back Like a chick with big boobs, bruv Yo, bruh, I can't relate, bruv Yo, I'm out here praying for you, niggas Oh, God Sperm counts are dropping fast worldwide. On top of that, on top of that, the Y chromosome is dying. Bruv, yo, yo, the Y chromosome is dying. At this rate, listen, let me just pause this shit. Yo, 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 at this rate, how about, how about I'd like to donate myself to science? Right? My living self. Okay, bruv? Not my fucking cadaver, bruv. I'd like to I'd like to donate my body to science. Study my balls. Dear scientists. Dear doctors. Dear fucking yo, hey, dear killers at Johnson and Johnson, study my balls. How about that? I'd like to donate my balls because, bruv, hey, the Y chromosome is dying. On top of that, sperm counts are dropping. Bruv, my balls are solving both problems. Right? Bruh, I just realized that I'm a baby making machine. What's wrong with you? Stop. <laughs> Yo, I just came to the realization that I'm actually a baby making machine. Nipo juicer. Nipo provider. On fucking God, bruv. Yo, hey, I'm solving two problems at the same damn time, bruv. Legit. Legit, bruv. Right? Two balls, two problems. Oh, fucking facts, bruv. Yo, I'm hitting two fucking birds with two fucking balls. Two nuts. My nuts. <laughs> Legit, bruv. I'm 
are you using my fucking nutsack as a slingshot? I'm fucking David. Right? And dropping sperm counts is the fucking Goliath, bruv. I'm here now. The wild chromosome is dying. Right? And I have a son on the way. Right? Sperm counts are dropping. Niggas can't have kids. And I have a kid on the way. I repeat, I have a kid on the way. The Y chromosome is dying, meaning in the future, we won't be able to produce boys. I just produced a boy. I'm single-handedly saving humanity. Thank me later. Legit, bruv. As the only person on this here planet with a boy on the way. Okay, bro, the only person, right, who's got the fucking sperm to create boys, and by that I mean, right, when I say I'm the only person with a boy on the way, what I mean is, what I mean is, my kid is, is fucking pure, my, my boy, my boy is all boy, he's all man, you know why, because I don't smoke. I don't drink. And bruv, yo, yo, I don't be out here, right? I don't be out here sipping water out of fucking Fiji plastic bottles. Nah, don't do that. Right? I don't drink Valpre. Right? I don't do, bruv, hey, that's just, that's just me though. Right? I don't smoke weed, man. Nah, I don't do that. No fucking hookah pipes in my crib. I don't do that. So my kid is, is all man. He's all boy. Because, bruv, yo, you motherfuckers are uneducated out there, bruv. Everything you do before you conceive a child affects your child. Okay, bruv? It's not just... Yo, bruv, it's not just about the fucking pregnancy. Yo, oh, I'm pregnant. Uh, I've stopped smoking. I'm pregnant. I don't drink. Right? I won't be out here sipping any alcohol for nine months. It ain't only about that. It's not only about that. It's about the entire fucking thing, bruv. Your lifestyle affects your child. Okay, bruv? Everything you did before you conceived the child is going to affect your child. You niggas have drunk sperm. Therefore, your kids are drunk. Automatically, by default, this what it is. My kid cannot relate, of course. I'm out here. Dude, hey, I just realized that I'm single-handedly Saving humanity. Thank me later. And of course, you bitches are welcome. Y'all are welcome. Okay, bruv. Niggas be out there going, oh, but, I, but I have a son. Hey, Maui, I, I got a son. Congratulations, I guess. Because, bruv, hey, your boy is not really a boy. That kid, that kid is going to grow up. It's going to grow up. And switch up. He's going he's gonna to be like, yo, dad, I think, I think I'm supposed to be a girl. Next thing you know, you're fucking Dwayne Wade. Bismillah. Next thing you know. Right? And listen, bruv, I'm not saying that there's something wrong with that. 
You niggas, you niggas produce bitches. That's cool. It's all good. I can relate. There's nothing wrong with that. Right? But my son, my son is all man. He's all brolic. Okay, bro? Yo, when my son kicks my wife, my wife has to take a beat a little bit. She has to catch her fucking breath a little bit. Am I lying? <laughs> Am I? Yo, my wife is right here. Am I lying? <laughs> Am I? Dude, when my son kicks, bruv, yo, you can hear the kicks. My kid is like Tombo, bruv. <laughs> right? Out here kicking walls. Vagina walls. But you get what I'm saying, though, right? My kid. Am I lying, though? <laughs> no, <laughs> I ain't lying. When my kid kicks, bruv, yo, you can hear a go. And I'd be like, wait, what? Bruv, yo, is somebody? I'd be like, wait, whoa. <laughs> is that a door? Like, whoa, huh? Is somebody, is somebody in the crib? When my kid kicks, bruv, you can hear a go. I'd be like, bruv, yo, is somebody trying to enter my compound, right? And my wife be like, nah, Maui, no, hey. There's no need for you to get out of bed. There's no need for you to go fucking, you know, scope out the fucking yard. There's no need for me to scope out. Because you know me, bruv, I'm about that. I'm all about scoping out. <laughs> scoping out the fucking crib. Like, yo, bruv, yo, it's... These motherfuckers trying to catch me slipping. That's me. I'm all about. I'm all about prevention, because prevention is better than kill, right? Hey, in Bali, you have condoms everywhere, because pre- prevention is better than cure, bro. I'm legit, yo. I'm legit, like Black Coffee's ex-wife. On fucking God, I believe in prevention, bro. I believe in. Tucking my whole summer in, bruv. That's just me, though. Because prevention is better than cure, bruv. That bitch is out here fucking another bitch's husband. It's insane, bruv. She's out here talking about polygamy all of a sudden. All of, yo, all of a sudden, Entembali allegedly believes in polygamy. Bruv, yo, black coffee... Was cheating on this bitch like a week ago. Right? And she didn't like that. She was like, nah, bro, you gotta get rid of the bitches. And Black Coffee was like, nah, I'm going to single-handedly fuck all of these bitches in Ibiza for cultural purposes. Right? Bro, Black Coffee... Yo, Black Coffee has Ibiza in the palm of his hand. Okay, bruv, DJ Black Coffee has Ibiza in the palm of his hand. Yo, bruh, hey, fam, this nigga, he's out here. He's out here just fucking, yo, yo, he has flattened Ibiza. Where it is, allegedly, on the fucking streets, <laughs> right? Where it is, allegedly, on the fucking streets. Black Coffee is a wild boy. Right? This nigga got one hand. He's got one good hand. Right? He's got one good hand. And bruv, where it is, 
He's out here using that hand bruv to rub every clit in sight. That's word on the streets, allegedly, of course. Right? He's out here fingering every girl in sight. With the, yo, this nigga only has one good hand. Right? And this one good hand has took him to every part of the fucking globe, bruv. But I fucking digress. His ex-wife now believes in polygamy. She's out here fucking a married man for the culture, allegedly, of course, according to the streets. Right? I'm a family man. You feel me, bruv? I, I am not on the streets. I got... Right? I got family shit to do. Right? I have familial duties to perform, bruv. <laughs> okay? I'm about to be a father to a beautiful baby boy. I'm too busy trying to save humanity, trying to save this fucking godforsaken species. What have we done? Huh? As a fucking species, what have we done to deserve a me? A me? A me? Bruv, yo fam, yo, listen bruv, this shit, yo, this shit could've went, could've went south. And by this shit I mean, I mean a me, project me, could've went super wrong. Right? And by that I mean, I could've been a fucking extinction entity. But here I am, right? Right? <laughs> Instead of fucking destroying, I'm building. Huh? Thank me later, of course, it's all good. I'm pretty sure all of you niggas are listening to the shit going, Maui, thank you. I know, it's, it's all good. It's all right, it's all good, bruv. Hey, listen, you're welcome. Hey, I got you. Right? I got you. I know, I know, I know. Your fucking parents failed you, but I got you. Listen to me, I got you. Right? Your dad is a fucking loser. Hey, it's all good, hey, me. Listen to me, I got you. Your mom, hey, 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 listen, hey, I don't care. I got you. You got me now. Your life, your life is gonna be great. From today onwards, I got you. Okay, bruv? Fam, yo, I got a boy on the way. Okay? I'm out here saving the Y chromosome. Right? I got a baby. I got a child on the way. I'm out here saving this fucking species. Populations are dropping, Japan. Populations are dropping, China. Bruh, yo, can you believe this? What? I, I'm literally making up mm-hmm. for other people's other people's failures. Right? These motherfuckers are, are fucking inadequate. And I'm out here, I'm making up for that shit. The Japanese, evidently. Niggas, niggas are not. Yo, what's up with your sperm counts out there, bruv? <laughs> Yo, you niggas ought to be ashamed. Yo, bro, you motherfuckers have shameful sperm. Legit, bro, yo, if you are Japanese, please. Hey, hey, yeah, Tomiyasu, Tomiyasu, Tomiyasu. <laughs> I fuck with you. Okay? But please, please, look at your balls. Right? Look at them and say, shame on you. Shame on you. You failed me. Legit. 
because because your balls are actively working against you. Okay, Tomiyasu. Hey, Nigo, Nigo. Where's your child? Does Nigo have a child? No, Does Nigo have a child? Yo, babe. Yeah, yeah, cool. You, you're, you're talking about baby Milo. Hey, baby Milo is not real, sir. Bruv, this is the problem with the Japanese. I fuck with them. However, they, they live in, in the dream world. A bit too much. Like, they exist in this fucking, you know, make-believe bullshit that they got over there. A bit too much. They believe in Pokemon a bit too much. Right? They believe in One Punch Man or whatever the fuck that guy is. They, be- they believe in that shit a bit too much. Naruto, a bit too much. Dragon Ball Z, a bit too much. Death Stranding, a bit too much. Right? Metal Gear Solid, a bit too much. <laughs> they believe in video games a bit too much. That shit, bruh, anime, a bit too much. Cut the shit! Cut the shit. Right? And stop. Stop producing. Be like me. Be like me, bruv. I'm a producer now, bruv. So you motherfuckers gotta take me seriously. And I'm out here producing. Yo, listen, I got that, I got that sauce, right? I got that, I got that, bruh. Yo, 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 my sauce is so good, you swear that my fucking wife made it. <laughs> my sauce, yo, yo, tell them about your sauce. What can I say? Tell them, yo, tell them about your sauce. The secret sauce. Bruh, yo, my wife makes the sauce, bruv, that, that got me, that got me losing, that got me losing my fucking mind. Bruh, yo, I've been eating this sauce for fucking weeks straight. You understand me, bruv? Yo, yo, as I'm recording this shit, I'm fucking fiending <laughs> for this fucking sauce. I got the shakes. The sauce is so good that, yo, I think I need rehab like Chris D'Elia, but yo, that's neither here nor there. It's all good, right? Who's keeping count? <laughs> right? It's just fucking allegation after allegation. Who's keeping count, right? Who's doing the math? Huh? <laughs> Who's fucking keeping score? Chris D'Elia versus Bill Cosby. Who's keeping score? At some point, numbers are numbers. Right? What's the difference really between one and two, three, four, a hundred, and a thousand? What's the difference? I fucking digress. My wife's sauce, bruv. It has me. Yo, back in the days, back in the days, I used to fuck with my Nana's sauce. Right? I even have a whole fucking episode dedicated to my Nana sauce. <laughs> right? Yo, yo, my Nana, R.I.P. Right? My Nana, my Nana, R.I.P. You see that? My Nana was my Nana. Yeah, that's what it is. I do the Nana once in a while. But who's keeping score, though? Right? Nobody cares how, how fucking sturdy I be. 
Nobody cares about that shit. Again, I digress. Back in the days, I used to fuck with my nana sauce. My na- yo, my nana used to, used to whip, used to whip that fucking sauce real hard, right? Whip it, whip it real hard, right? Whip it real hard, whip it, whip it real hard, though, right? Right? I told my wife about this, and my wife was like, <laughs> she took that personally. I told my wife that yo, my nana makes. Makes the best sauce in the world. And my wife was like. <laughs> she took it personally. You feel me bro? My wife just looked at me and said. <laughs> and took it personally. She took it personally bro. And now bro. I think. I think my wife makes. Makes the, the greatest sauce I've ever tasted. Legit. Right, listen, listen, I I don't know about you bitches who are out there, you know, feeding your fucking boyfriends and husbands pink sauce for some weird fucking reason. My wife, yo, the shit that my wife makes, R.I.P. to my nana, but nana. <laughs> Keep rolling in your fucking grave. How about that? Nana, Nana, R.I.P., I love you to fucking death, and you died, hey, how about keep rolling, 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 cause my wife now makes the best sauce in the family. God damn it. God fucking damn it, bruv, like I, like yo, I, I really don't know how, how I got this good, but it just happened. I, I got this good cause I got the sauce, I got the juice. I get it back. I don't relate. I can't relate. Hey, Nasty C, me and you not the same. Right? I ain't gotta I ain't gotta go out there and fucking venture into the fucking universe to find my fucking juice. I, I I'm never gonna lose my juice. My juice is always with me, bruv. I keep I keep that shit. I keep the fucking I keep that juice tucked in my bag. Swag. Right? Right? <laughs> My juice be tucked, hey, no hot sauce, no. My juice be tucked in my bag, swag. I got the, I got the juice. I, I ain't gotta, I ain't gotta look. I ain't gotta search far and wide for my juice. It lives in me, bruv. It lives in me, right? My juice lives in me. And of course, right, I squirted my juice out and made a boy. Made a boy. I'm saving the species. Thank me later. Okay, bruv. Thank me later. And Kambali, the fuck are you doing? Thank me later. But the fuck are you doing? The fuck are you doing? Bruh, yo, Enkambali hasn't even finalized her divorce yet. And she's already. Yo, allegedly, she's already, hey, fucking around. Allegedly, what Tosa, what Sasanka? Get up enough. What Tosa, what Sasanka? Whoa. Kiss it for funny manka. Whoa. What Tosa, what Sasanka? Whoa. She's chasing wood, but a lip blanca. Whoa. Right? Right? Word on the street. 
Word on the street is she's out here getting busy. And she's out here admitting it to the wife of the fucking man. She's fucking. Bruh, bruh, yo, nah. Nah, nah, round of applause. Nah, 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 nah. Nah. Nah, D. D bitches are different. Abo entlimbali, nah. Reba kapile, shem. Reba kapile bona mokurfati. Skape bona. Right? Skape bona. Nah, bo bonang, nah, bo misali. Skape bona. You feel me, bruv? Bruh, yo, these bitches are different. She's out here having a whole fucking conversation with the wife, right? Of the nigga she's fucking. They're out here having a convo, a casual conversation about about her fucking this fucking chick's husband. Bruh, yo, the convo is so nonchalant. It's so fucking nonchalant. I, I can't believe it. My wife can't believe it. My kid heard that shit. Through the fucking wire, you know. Through the womb. Through the wire. No, through the fucking womb. Right? He heard that shit through the fucking amniotic. Because my kid has got them, you know. He's got them platinum ears. Like he's papa. Right? Cause my ears, bro. Nah, I can I can hear some shit. Yo, bro. Nah, nah. Yo, yo, yo. Ask anybody in my family, right? Ask anybody in my family. Like, yo, hey, what's Maui good at? And I'm pretty sure they'll say everything. But you know what? Like nine times out of ten, you know they'll say everything. However, right beneath everything is yo Maui can hear everything. You see that? Maui can hear, yo, bro, my ears can capture shit, right, far and wide. My ears, my ears, bro, yo, am I, yo, dude, what the fuck am I? Like, like, sometimes I be like, bro, like, am I a fucking alien, bro, am I? Yo, what, what am I? Am I human? Bro, every, yo, do you know why I fucks with Messi? Me and him are from the same planet, Right? Thank us later. Thank us later, bruv. You feel me? Thank us later, bruv. Yo, my ears, my ears can hear shit. My kid heard Entlembali. Right? A whole fucking side piece. Who's still married to somebody else who's spinning gags in Ibiza? Right? She's still married, yeah, not herself. My kid was like, whoa. My kid got so shocked that he got hiccups. In Kimbali, you made my son hiccup. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. Dude, I'm not fighting a fucking fly. Yo, get the fuck. Yo, this fly doesn't want to get off the crib. Get, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. I'm losing my mind because of In Kimbali. I can't believe it, right? My brain, my brain, by the way, FYI, my brain is sentient. My brain can't believe it. My brain is shocked. My brain is like, ah, ah, 
Why? Why want no this allegedly? Why? My son, my son, my son is like the fuck, yo, dad. Why are these hoes hoeing? And I'm like, son, one day you learn. These bitches are chasing the gua, right? They're chasing the gua. They're out here running after money because they didn't grow up with it, right? They're chasing Lamborghinis and Ferraris that they don't even own. Bitches out here breaking their necks, right? For Bentley wings they don't even own. All fucking facts. Shout out to my dog, Ploylessness. Am I ploylessness? Who knows? Who's ploylessness? Right? Bruv, yo, hey, these bitches are out here chasing the gua. These bitches have their fucking punanis on fucking business class flights. To Dubai, business class flights to Nigeria, oh, business class flights to Cape Town, oh, oh, business class flights to Saudi Arabia. Bitches be out here just fucking selling their souls for fucking business class flights, right? To different parts of the world, to parts unknown. It's fucking crazy, bruv, but it's happening. Legit, bruv, it's fucking happening. Abu Bali, bruv, yo, nah, they would do, they would do anything for the fucking bag. Legit. And word is, word is, back in the days, this nigga, this married man that she's now fucking, allegedly, back in the days, this nigga pulled up and he was like, hey, yo, Entle, I think, uh, I think I like you. Ngakyangana, baby, can. I think we'll keep him up here as a spy called a city ash as it's viable, Mama Yoga. It's in Pile Mayo, Utimayo for Tizet, Yang Tal. Utimayo for Tizet, Yang Tal. Utu Gudagam Nandu Shaibo, my fucking in Tonton. Uti viable, my chesanyam. Uti chesanyam. Yang Tal. Mukwali selling as fazo, Mukwali selling a TMT, we'll keep him up here Ugbonisi Rosebank, Ugbonisi Santin, baby girl. Ungewachiga la payana vayabu ma Mandela ntonton. Flamingo room ntonton. He tried. Allegedly, he tried. Right? To take her out. Right? He pulled up. Yo, bruv, word is, yo, this nigga was courting this bitch back in the days. But back in the days, this nigga was broke. He had nothing. Right? He had nothing. But now, you know where it is, he, you know, he's got a low purse. Right? He's got a lot. You know what I mean? The bag he's in is a fucking purse. Where it is, allegedly. Right? He's got a low baggie. He's got a couple of tenders. Right? From the government. He's now friends with Jacob Zuma, who's corrupt. Right? Where is he now? He's now friends with Figile, who's corrupt, right? Where it is, allegedly.
Allegedly, he's got a couple of connections now. He's papered up. Right? He has moved on up. He lives in a burb. He's a family man. Put that shit in heavy air quotes. Right? Like, bruv, this nigga, <laughs> this nigga is, is a family man as much as Chris D'Elia is a family man. You feel me? You feel me, bruv? These niggas are family men adjacent. Right? They got wives, they got kids, but you know, are they really, you feel me? Like, are they, are they really there for their fucking families? Are they, you know? No, these niggas would be out here going, oh, I'm a family man, you know, like forget everything I did a week ago. I'm a family man now. I love my son, I love my wife, ah, right? Them niggas, right? I love my, ah, right? Them fucking chance the rapper type niggas. Be careful of them niggas. Be careful. Just say it. Dear girls, hey, be careful of these fucking niggas who have lived a long life. Be careful of them niggas. Because those niggas never want to end up with the bitches that they were living their long lives with. You feel me? Nine times out of ten, them boys want to end up with, you know, good girls. Right? You know those girls who are fucking sheltered? Girls who, who had a curfew? Girls who, who are supposed to be home by, by 6 p.m.? Those types of girls. The type of girls that you, you don't only see at like, you feel me, like on Sunday at like 12 a.m.? With a fucking plastic bag full to the fucking brim with fat cakes. Those types of girls. They're like fucking unicorns in the hood. You see them, bruh, you see them on Sunday in the morning. Right? Rocking fucking gowns. They pull up at the local tuck shop in and out. And then poof. Yo, Umbali was here. She's gone. Poof, gone. Right? Oh, hey, poof, gone. She's not on her way. She was right here. Woo. She's gone. And all that remains is her fucking essence. <laughs> those bruv, hey, niggas want to end up with those girls. Right? The type of girls that 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 you only see like, right? Like you know, a few times in a well, once a day after school. The types of girls that you see, like, you know, rocking blazers, right, with big ass fucking backpacks. And they have all the fucking badges from their school. These fucking bitches, evidently, they are high achievers. They are fucking prefects. They are fucking, you know, math wizards. English wizards. Like, like, bro, those, yo, these fucking dirtbags want to end up with those bitches. Right? And, bro, yo, I feel, I feel a bit uneasy calling those girls bitches. It's feels wrong. I'm sorry. Right? But still, these niggas, these fucking dirtbags want to end up with those bitches. <laughs> okay, bruv? That's just how it is. Be, yo, beware. Beware of these niggas who have lived a long fucking life. Dear girls, beware. Because these niggas are never gonna switch up. They never gonna change. That's just how it is. Because it's in them. Right? Bushimani is in them. You see, like, 
there's this misconception that niggas who who fuck a lot or niggas who have a lot of girlfriends, you know, a lot of fucking side pieces. There's this fucking misconception that those niggas know their way around, you know, around women, you know, like they, right? They're fucking Casanovas. That's not true. That's not true. Nine times out of ten, them boys get a shimani. Them boys, them boys are so desperate to fuck, right? Oh, oh, they are so desperate to look like Casanovas or to look like cool niggas or to be cool niggas that they fuck anything moving. Bruv, the real G's are the niggas who don't fuck around. You know why? You know why? Because... Because those niggas, nine times out of ten, they could easily fuck around. But they don't. You know why? Because they have fucking morals. Number one. Number two, they love themselves. Facts. Right? Facts. You feel me, bruv? And bruv, yo, hey, I have a perfect example to prove my point. Aubrey Drake Graham. Right? Drake was never cool. Back in the days when he was still in high school, Drake was a fucking cornball from the suburbs of Toronto. There's a video, yo, there's a video of a young Drake. I saw this shit like a week ago. There's a video of Degrassi Drake chilling with his fucking co-stars or whatever at a fucking restaurant. Right? Yo, Drake was out there taking shots at hip-hop slang. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, 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 Young Drake. Young Drake thought hip-hop slang that, that he has used to make billions over the past decade. He used to think that hip-hop slang is fucking D-Classe. Cornball, right? And I'm pretty sure he said all of that to try to please some fucking bitch. There's a young bitch there, young king there, chilling with him. He was trying to fucking, you know, impress her, evidently. You can see it in his little fucking mixed boy, Toronto boy eyes. All oh, the six, there's all the six, yeah, all the things. Oh, where I'm from, yeah, screw face city, yeah, that fucking nigga. He used to think that hip hop slang was corny. So evidently, Drake was corny, right? Now fast forward to today, Drake is out here moving like a young fucking Leonardo DiCaprio, right? He's out here moving like a young fucking uh, Casanova, right? He's out here moving, yo, bro, he's out here fucking around. And niggas be out here going, oh my God, like this fucking guy, yo, right? He's a fucking stick man. Baby, yeah, you're calling Drake a stick man. Drake became a quote unquote stick man because he has always wanted to be famous enough to be able to just walk into a room and just pick, you know, any girl that he wants. He wanted that. Most famous people just wanted that. They wanted fame for that. Most of them. Right? They wanted the ability 
to be, uh, you know, to be able to walk into any spot and be desired. That's what they wanted. They wanted to be desired. And nine times out of ten, these bitches don't really, yeah, these bitches don't really fuck with these people. They fuck with the idea of these people or the fucking image that these people have fucking crafted and molded and then presented to the world. You feel me? That's the fucking problem. So, dear girls, be careful. That's all I say. DJ, bruv, that's all I gotta say, bruv. All facts. Keep your fucking head on a swivel. Because Entenbali didn't like this nigga back in the days. But now that this guy allegedly now has gua, Entenbali's there. Talking about, oh, I spoke to him about... Possibly, you know, you know, forming a throuple with, uh, you know, with him and his wife, you know, which is you, right? Uh, you know, we spoke about it in passing. Uh, we were fucking pillow talking about it. And, and he suggested that, you know, maybe, maybe I should go down on you and then you'll go down on me and we can just be one happy family. Right? Like, it's so, it's so fucking weird to hear this chick, a side piece, talking uh, to the fucking wife. Right? Of the fucking dude that she's fucking. It's insane. And they're just fucking talking about this nigga. Talking about this little arrangement. That this nigga and Enkembali have already discussed. So basically, they are discussing a discussion. It's all, yo, bruv, hey, we live in a crazy fucking world. Okay, bruv? This entire existence is a fucking Russian doll. Motherfuckers are discussing discussions. And here I am. Having a whole discussion about a discussion that was about a discussion. Ain't that a bitch? It's a bitch and a half. Right? Our existence is a fucking Russian doll. You feel me, bruv? Every time you open this shit up, right? Every time you blow this shit up, it's just, just more of the same. This bitch ain't changing. Every single year, bruv. Yo, we get super excited. Like, oh my God, yo, new year, new me. New year, new year. As in, does that change at the same point? New year, yo, new year, right? This year, you get your change, your boy. And then, and then you, you, you unwrap this bitch only to find, only to find the same shit you got last year, right? Albeit in a different color. You feel me, bruv? That's the problem. That's where we at as a fucking species, bruv. So keep your fucking head on a swivel. And to all of you fucking bitches who be out here catching flights to go fuck niggas. Yo, hey, don't be out here catching flights <laughs> to the Netherlands. You bitches, I know, I know, right? 
Everybody is a fucking smoker. In 2022, everybody, everybody is, is fucking Jamaican, man. Everybody, right? Everybody's from the islands, man. In 2023. Did I say 2022? Did I say that? Did I? Ah, who cares? Right? 2023. That's the year, right? Listen, I, you know, what's the difference between this year and last year, really? As I said, it's a fucking Russian doll. It is what it is, but I digress. Everybody is a fucking, yo, I'm an island gal. Everybody on fucking social media be saying, I think, I think I, I deserve to live on an island. Number one, living on an island is not as ideal as you bitches think. Okay? They've got tsunamis over there, bruv. Okay, keep your fucking head on a fucking swivel, yo. They've got yo niggas be out there clocking the fuck out. Legit, they've got yo. They've got they've got serpents over there, bruv. Legit, they've got bruh. Have you ever heard of the fucking kraken? Huh? The fucking kraken, aka the kraken. A giant fucking octopus. They got, they got krakens out there, bruv. Are you ready? You bitches, you bitches can't even deal with a fucking khanyapa down the block. And you be, oh, I think, I think I deserve to live at. Oh my God, I belong at the fucking Caribbean. I'd look so good. Bitch, you are from Tembisa. How about live there, die there? There's what it is. Accept your fucking reality. Right? I belong. Oh, my God. Bitches, bitches visit one island. They go, they go to one island once. And when they get there, they go, I, I belong. I think I was born for this. No, you weren't. You are from Kaya Leecha. <laughs> okay, bruv. You, hey, and by the way, you bitches have a beach over there. How about accept that beach? Love that beach in Kaya Leecha. How about love Cape Town? Bitches are out here losing their fucking morals. Okay? Just to catch a young baggie in Cape Town. How about, how about accept that reality? Accept Google too. That's who you are. That's what you are. You don't belong at any island. You belong at Robin Island. It's all good, though. It's cool. You feel me? How about visit the fucking Robin Island? Huh? How about go there, bruv? Go, go and check out Tata's fucking prison cell. How about that? What's the code? What's his fucking cell number? What's Tata's cell number? Four double six six four. Is that it? 46664. Damn. That shit, yo. Why do I know that shit as if it's my fucking ID number? Jesus fucking Christ, yo. Yo, shit. Yo, I'm ashamed. Why the fuck do I know 46664? Whoa. Whoa. Because, bruv, yo, I know that shit so well that if you woke me up mid fucking sleep, like, yo, during fucking RAM sleep, if you woke me up and said, Maui, Maui, wake up. Right? If I woke up, if I woke up like that, if you pulled up, hey, Maui, right? If you woke me up like that, yeah, and be like, yo, Maui, 
What's Nelson Mandela's fucking cell number? I'd be like, oh, 4,064? Niggas would be shocked. They'd be like, why, why are you so good at that shit? Why do you know that shit like the back of your fucking hand? Yo, dude, I'm out here rattling off this fucking number as if I was born with it. Or maybe it's Maybelline. There's what it is. I was born in it, though, right? It's apartheid. I'm from South Africa. All we, all we got, really, is apartheid. Think about it. If apartheid didn't pop off in South Africa, if for some weird reason we were fucking Ethiopia, right? Like, like, you know, like, you know, was Oprah, was Oprah gonna build a school here? Like, like, like if the Dutch never pulled up over here, if we didn't have these fucking racist cunts, the boor, if we didn't have these niggas, was Oprah gonna build a school here? Was Chris Brown gonna go, hey, I think I, I have to take my tour to South Ah. Where we gonna get a Justin Bieber tour? If the fucking Batavians didn't pull up over here, bruv, I don't think so. Right? So all we got is apartheid. It's who we are. That's all Trevor Noah talks about. Like, like that's like, like you know. Yeah, I was born a crime, and you know how the you know how the Swiss love chocolate. <laughs> I'm, I'm mixed in case you don't know, you know, in case you you know you can't see, in case you don't have eyes, right? In case you are fucking Helen Keller, right? <laughs> right now. I'm mixed, uh, and by the way, I'm not diluted, right? I'm, I'm, I'm original colored, you know, my, my mom is back. We get it, Drake, Logic, J. Cole, we get it. We get it. Okay, bruv, we fu- Hey, we get it, but yet again, yet again, for the fucking millionth time on this fucking podcast, I digress. It's episode number 323, and all I do is digress, all I do is go on tangents, that's who I am, that's who I be, let's get back to the fucking island man, cause I'm an island boy, right, this is what it is, like Epstein, but I'm not Epstein though, you know, I'm a good dude, right, Chris Delia is very Epsteinish though, but is it all good though, who's keeping score though, right, Who's keeping score? Bruv, have y'all heard of the Kraken? I've been yo, hey, do these bitches know the Kraken? Lithula, hey, you bitches, Lithula like a water mace, right? Moko Chaske, right here. Good, yo, the the Chaske, the Chaske, yo, you bitches, there's a fucking, there's a mermaid, right? At the Jaske River, there's a fucking mermaid. How about instead of talking about islands, go? How about go battle it out with that fucking mermaid over there? How about that? Before taking your talents to the fucking Seychelles, oh yeah, right? I belong to the Seychelles, even though the fucking Seychelles are right here, right here, right here, short left, right here in Africa, right here. I get it, but you don't belong there. You can visit the fucking Seychelles. Is it seashells? Or is it the Seychelles? Or is it? Oh, what is it? No? What is it? Like, you know, go well, you know, go shell. 
the fuck is it, dude? Right, well, you know, like, yeah, I'm going to the seashells, right? Don't you guys have that fucking, is it a, the tongue twister? Sally seashells at the seashells? Or Sally sells shells at the seashells? And they hit her with fucking bullet shells and shit like that? Like, 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 don't you guys have that? Oh, my neighborhood, I live in Nigeria, my neighborhood got drilled by shell and now... Everybody works for Shell and we live in hell because we just shrouded in oil produced by Shell. Like, ain't that the fucking tongue twister? Huh? Sally sells oil at Shell and the fucking seashells are fucking polluted. <laughs> oh, bro, the o- Yo, the ocean is not fun. The ocean is not fun. These are all fucking facts. The ocean is not fun. And by the way, the electricity just bounced. (sighs) Load shedding. If you are in Germany, right? Listen. (laughs) You are now listening to a a South African who just... (laughs) who, Who just saw his fucking... You know, everything, right? I just saw my everything just switch off in the crib, right? Because we have rolling blackouts in South Africa called load shedding. We now officially uh, don't have electricity and we are going to be in this here fucking situation for the next two hours. So, you know, welcome to South Africa. Via me, you see, you guys didn't have to leave Germany to come over here to experience this shit. You see that? Right? Right? You just got, yo, bruv, you just got how it feels to go through load shedding via me in real time because this is happening in real time. The electricity literally just bounced. Feel me? Am I pissed off? No. Am I... Am I angry? No, at this rate, like, it's, yeah, like, you know, being angry is, uh, it's an exercise in futility, right? Don't do that to yourself. Next thing you know, you'll be fucking ensnared in a fucking catatonic tornado, right? You don't want that, right? You don't want that. So when the fucking electricity bounces, just accept it and just go, hey, Nelson Mandela, hi, yo, just say that. And keep it moving. Right? Because there's nothing we can do. This is our fucking reality. And hey, Germany, I heard that you guys, you know, some parts of Germany are starting to experience this shit. I heard. Hence, you niggas are now back to using coal. How about at this rate? Listen. Germany. Germany, listen. Right? I have a big... A big fan base in Germany. To my German people, listen, how about, how about strike a deal with the Russians? How about that? Uh, like, hey, you guys are heavily dependent on Russian oil. Just, just strike a deal. It's all good. Like, yo, fam, Vladimir is on a fucking murderous rampage. It's all good, right? God forgives. Who are we? Let's forgive him. You feel me, bruv? Let's forgive him. I'm you're talking as if I'm German. Hey, hey, Germans, let's forgive Vladimir Putin. 
it's all good because yo you niggas need energy who gives a fuck about ukrainian babies getting bombed who cares who cares about the fucking bread basket of the world who gives a shit who cares who cares about wheat huh bruv hey strike a deal with russia who gives a fuck about corn who cares about corn right just strike a deal because you niggas have fucking iPhones to charge. Valerie Lynn, come on. Valerie Lynn, you are out there building computers. You need all of the fucking electricity you can get. Strike a deal. Right? Call that nigga. What's his name? Fucking what, Schultz? Like, what, what, what the fuck is he? Is he Howard Schultz? No, that, ain't that like Starbucks? Hold on. What's his name? Tony Schultz. Your fucking president or prime minister. Call, call that nigga. Call Schultz. Right? And be like, hey, yo, Schultzy, how about, you know, how, how about Shabeka Hezi, right? A young Hezi. Strike a deal with the Russians. Legit. Do better. That's all I say, bruv. You niggas have fucking MacBooks to charge. Right? Your country is back to using coal because y'all realize that, you know, being progressive doesn't work. It don't work. Right? It don't work. I know you niggas fucks with fucking Greta Thunberg. Right? I know that you niggas wish that Greta Thunberg was German. Y'all wish, but she's not. Y'all fuck with her. Right? She's fucking progressive. She's out here pushing your fucking beliefs to the world. Shoving these beliefs down our fucking throats. But it's all good. It's all good. Right? I know. Y'all fuck with her. So, hey. You know. It ain't working. Y'all fuck with her, but let's keep it a buck. It's not working. So, I suggest that, you know. You'll strike a deal with the Russians. It's all good. Right? Get that, yo, get that sweet Russian oil. Don't you guys like that oil? So sweet, right? That Russian, Russian oil is the sweetest. Russian oil is the sexiest oil on this here planet. Right? Because it has that fucking accent, you know? It's got that, you know? Right? I will suck your balls right off of you, right? It's got that. That's Russian oil. Right? Russian oil pulls up like fucking, um, what's her name? The fucking rabbit. The sexy rabbit from, from the Looney Tunes. What's her name? Jessica Rabbit. Thank you. Thank you for that Ellie Whoop. My wife is out here just, you know, just looking all sexy. Looking all beautiful with that baby bump. There's what it is. You know, how lucky am I, though? Huh? Right? Russian or all be out here pulling up like fucking Jessica Rabbit. Right? Like... Right? Pulling up on you Russian scum. Right on some. I will. I will suck your balls right off your body. Sexy. Hey Schultz. Hey. Get the oil. Get the fucking natural gas. That's what I say. Fuck all of these fucking progressive lefty beliefs. So I think that you know. We need to be equal. I think the war needs to stop. My God. Fuck that. But I fucking digress yet again. Right? Oh, oh, I belong. 
I belong at the fucking Caribbean. I belong in Hawaii. Right? I belong at Maui. I belong. Bitch, you don't belong anywhere. Okay? Oh, you do. But you belong at fucking, you know. You belong in Katloho. Right? That's where you belong. That's where you are from. How about remain there, stay there, live with it and love it. I belong. You don't belong anywhere. Have y'all heard of the fucking Kraken? This fucking humongous octopus that lives in the ocean. Right? Spooky. That shit. Nah, yo, listen, I'm scared. All fucking facts, bruv. Yo, the Kraken, hey. Hey, the Kraken is here. COVID-19 Kraken is here. XBB.1.5, a.k.a. Kraken, is here. Uh, bruv, yo, hey, yo, fam, I think, yo, at this rate, at this rate, I think we need to each, each, each and every one of us, each and every country on this here fucking planet needs to have one city named after COVID-19 because evidently COVID-19 is not going anywhere, bruv, and I want to live at the fucking Krakenberg. How about that? That's where I want to live. I want to live at the Krakenberg. To all of you bitches who be out here talking about, I belong, right? I belong at, <laughs> I belong in Jamaica. You don't. And by the way, Jamaica ain't that sweet. Jamaica is a third world country. You bitches belong at the fucking Krakenberg. That's where y'all belong. Might as well. Right? Might as well. Every single country on this here planet should have one city named Krakenberg. Because COVID is not going anywhere. Right? Motherfuckers are out here panicking, talking about, yo, yo, the Kraken is mad real. And yo, Maui, have you heard of the Kraken? <laughs> hey, yo, Maui. Yo, Maui. Yo, Maui, my dad has the Kraken. My dad, my dad got the Kraken. I be like, bruh, yo, R.I.P. to your dad. And nigga be like, nah, he's still alive. And I be like, R.I.P. to your dad. Right? Because he's got the Kraken. He's got the... Yo, keep your fucking head on a swivel. I've been telling you motherfuckers, yo, get vaccinated. Right? Motherfuckers be out here complaining. Oh, Maui. Oh, it's a slippery slope. Right? Everybody tries to fucking, you know, intellectualize everything. Oh, oh it's a slippery slope, Maui. How many boosters? Bill Gates is trying to control the world. He wants to be the king of the universe, Maui. How many boosters, Maui? Hey, Maui, how many boosters, boy? I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. i these girls, these honeys who belong at the fucking seashells, they got your babies. Right? And how about take your talents to tweaks, my man? 
Get a fucking booster. Do better. You feel me? The Kraken is here. Legit. The Kraken is here, bruv. Everybody panicking. Right? China, yo. Yo. Yo, pray for China. China is a fucking mess. Niggas be out here clocking out at a thousand miles per hour. China is a fucking mess. Niggas are dying. And they keep on dishing out fake numbers. Xi Jinping, bruv. Yo, Xi Jinping lives in a bubble. Okay, bruv. This fucking guy. Yo, he just wants to hear good news and nothing else. Legit. He just wants to hear good news. So these fucking scientists over there, bruv, they be out there like, yo, they be out there just fucking like, yo, just fucking freaking out going, yo, should we give him these real numbers or not? And niggas be like, nah, just tell him that everything is good. Just tell him that everybody's vaccinated, right? The hospitals are empty. You feel me, bro? They be like, hey, hey, if you want to live, tell this man that everything blue. That shit is sad. Right? The Kraken is here. This shit is mad real, bruv. You niggas think life is a fucking joke, bruv. The Kraken is a legendary sea monster of enormous size that's said to appear off the coast of Norway. The Kraken be out here gobbling niggas up. Right? Where it is? Where it is? In... <laughs> In the 1800s, the Kraken used to pull up on niggas. Motherfuckers be out there fishing, right? Out in the fucking ocean. Motherfuckers be out there just just plotting and scheming. Like, yo, which country are we going to terrorize next? Motherfuckers be out there chilling on a fucking ship. Plotting and scheming, bruv, talking about, talking about scooping up slaves in Africa. Which country are we gonna pull up on next? Huh? Huh? Which country of, of POCs are we gonna, are we gonna colonize next? And while niggas, while niggas were out there plotting and scheming, the Kraken would pop up. The Kraken would be out there in the water. And the Kraken would scoop niggas up. The Kraken would gobble niggas' ships whole. That's where we are. Right? The whole fucking world is a fucking sinking ship. Because we all believe that we are right. This is why we are here, right? We all believe that we are right. Nobody wants to listen, right? Everybody has an opinion. Nobody wants to listen. Everybody wants to yap. Nobody wants to listen. Niggas are still unvaccinated because nobody wants to listen. Right? COVID-19 is still a thing because nobody wants to listen.
millions of people are dying because nobody wants to listen. Right? Everybody believes that everything they read on Reddit is right. Right? It's silly. So, bruv, I say all of that to say, I say all of that to say, you bitches who be out here catching flights and not feelings, please avoid the Netherlands by any means necessary. Because the Netherlands is not sweet. Right? They have the fucking mafia over there wilding. Motherfuckers be out there dying, bruv. Yo, fam, imagine, yo, imagine getting killed over weed that's sold at a fucking coffee shop. Imagine getting murked over weed that is being sold in conjunction with Arabica. Let that shit sink in, bruv. Right? They got, they have bicycle mafias over there, bruv, killing people. Buckle the fuck up. Right? Because the fucking mafia over there, bruv. Yo, them niggas be out there moving like the Kraken. <laughs> take my soul. Hey, hey, country road. Take my soul. Hey, take my soul home. Hey, hey, country road. Take me home. Take me to Krakenberg. Thank you. It's getting it's getting spooky. It's, 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 it's getting spooky. 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 Weird times. Global weirding. Tottenham uh, against Arsenal yesterday. Martin, I have to say, um, got the tube, Green Park, change all the way out to Seven Sisters, and I walked from Seven Sisters Station to the stadium. Tom Howard, even I really, wish, I really wish I was safe enough to do that on a match day. You can't do it. Arsenal Spurs, former player, no way. To walk, no to, way. To do that walk yesterday, no, absolutely no way. Is that safe for a former Arsenal player to do that? Even for the Arsenal fans, it's um, you walk the gauntlet when you walk down that high street. Let me tell you. Well, I, I met many Tottenham fans on the way there, but what, they were all good-humoured and, and great, and many of them coming up telling me how much they love Mr Simon Jordan, which was great to hear. But there was a, there, there was a mood of pessimism going into it. They, 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 they looked as if they were going to watch Arsenal beat them. I've got to say, they had that. That was the mood going well, into I, it. I thought it was an incredible atmosphere, a real cauldron for those Arsenal oh, players to phenomenal. go into. Yeah. Uh, I thought the way that Arsenal moved the ball, Jim, uh, with the, an aero superiority, slickness, uh, Zinchenko coming into midfield. I think the tactics for Conte, don't want to be too critical, but it just feels that that system is too easy to play against. And Arsenal, well-oiled in possession, out of possession. I thought that little triangle, not many people talking about that. The goalkeeper, of course, is in the headlines, maybe for the wrong reasons today. I don't think it was anything of his net fault. I, w I will say, and on the line, Ramsdale, um, why can't he celebrate when he wins a game of football? Um, that triangle with him at the back and then the two central defenders in front, they're mm. very young, Jim. But the performances are so mature. 
Though, I mean, I know Kane had a couple of chances. That was it, really. Uh, they smothered him. Um, and the way that Arsenal play their football, Zinchenko popping into midfield. This is a good time now to be an Arsenal fan, but they've won nothing yet. Everybody wanting to say that Arsenal, have, uh, it's theirs to throw away. Not at all, Jim. Not at all, because it's Man City's title that they're hanging on to. And Arsenal have got to develop, have got to keep reaching out to improve and get better. And I see that, that they will. You're and being it, careful with your words. Their name's on the trophy, isn't it? No, not at all. Not at all. It's too far to go in this season. And Man City, when you look at the runs that they're capable of going on, uh, no, it's not done at all. And Manchester United, it's interesting because, you know, next weekend there's a game and I think it's interesting because Sky ran away from that fixture this time last year, deemed it not to be good enough anymore. Arsenal versus <laughs> Manchester United. BT were more than happy to take it. Now that's a massive fixture. Who both... do you work for? Oh, BT. <laughs> I suddenly remember. Well, your beloved Sky didn't want it, Jim. Not my beloved so, Sky. I have nothing yeah. to do with Sky. Oh, okay. But anyway, but only, get it uh, for 25 years, When maybe. are you going to start believing that Arsenal will, if not win it, go very, very close? When are you going to say their name is on it? Well, it's not about me. It's about the players that are in the dressing room. It's not about... <coughs> there's been lots of quotes today from lots of other people. I'm not going to add my name to it. Arsenal just keep just need to keep doing what they're doing, Jim. They're on fire. Yeah. They're at boiling point. It's oh, they fantastic. Were they were it's terrific. fantastic to watch. Let's see where it takes them. But there's it, an awful it, long it way to go. It's terrific to watch, Martin. You're dead right. Odegaard, superb. Saka, absolutely brilliant yesterday. Do you think their name's on it, Simon? Um, I think there's 19 games to go, obviously, and I think there's a lot more twists and turns. It's a very interesting Premier League, a very strange Premier League. I don't know whether you attribute it to, well, cubitis, or you attribute it to um, bad decisions by managers at the beginning of the season. I think Arsenal are in a unique vein of form for, the, for at this moment in time. I think it's wrong to compare what happened in May with Tottenham where Arsenal were on a wobble for a period of time Tottenham came through that I think Tottenham are improving in small margins Arsenal improving exponentially that's why you saw the outcome that you saw yesterday in the first half for 10 minutes in the second half Tottenham ripped them and if they'd have scored a goal Tottenham the game would have been opened up because they really did rip them for, for, from, from, about fifth, from about 49 minutes up to about 59 minutes if Tottenham had got a goal and they could have should we have must have been goals. watching a different game then Simon well no I didn't Martin let's, let's, you let's had go, a glass of wine let, or something let, let's go back no, I have a glass of wine. Arsenal dominate that I, game. I have a glass of wine when I come in and have to endure you sometimes. But what <laughs> I do is I watch the first 45 minutes where Arsenal made, made Tottenham look like rank amateurs. But for 15 minutes of the second half, Tottenham took Arsenal and if they'd have scored a goal, Session had scored and there were two or three chances where they really got Arsenal on the rack. Now, Arsenal showed the resilience of potential champions because even when they weren't in control of the game for that 15 minutes, they still had a degree of resilience about yeah, them and they saw it There was bound to be a reaction from Tottenham, Simon, but I think they would course. have played all day without scoring, to be quite honest. Possibly. I mean, it's 32 possibly. points in the last 36 available for Arsenal. Yeah. 32 points in the last 36. I mean, that is one heck Formidable, of a run. That's, that's title-winning form, man. It is, and you look at the... the it's a massive improvement. It really, it, I mean, we look, we look at what Newcastle have done incredible as well sure. in that journey, let's not forget. Uh, but from obviously the end of last season, the, the, if you looked at the game at the end of last season at White Lane and compare it to where Arsenal were, Arsenal were nowhere near the level they are right now. They're fighting, scrapping for everything, Jim. Yeah. They know exactly where to be out of possession. And in possession, they are really confident right now. So, you know, I look at Enketia and I think, well, look, if, if Jesus gets in the team, he's going to have to be at the top of his game to, to get back in that team right mm. now. It's incredible, so, Simon, since May, Tottenham spent 172 million, Arsenal spent 122 million. Yeah, but you've also got to factor in that part of that, I'm not giving, I'm not giving Tottenham's any pass here because Arsenal are a better side and that's why they beat Tottenham. They're an infinitely better side right now. 
But £42 million of that was already pretty much on Tottenham's books with Romero. So that's a signing that doesn't look like a new signing. It's like a signing that was already priced into their thinking. The bottom line, uh, line is, is that Arsenal are doing very, very well. I'm surprised that the questions are beginning to abound about Man City and Erling Haaland and what's happening there because we would have anticipated that Man City would have continued to evolve and actually gone to another level with Haaland. So Arsenal are taking the benefit of A, being very good at what they're doing and B, a very strange Premier League where you're seeing Chelsea all over the place. Liverpool don't know whether they're Arthur or Martha. Tottenham are not progressing the way that we thought we would and we thought they might under Conte. And, you know, you're looking at a Manchester City side that seems to have some slight questions being asked of it. You yeah. saw an interview with Gundogan during the course of the week that you wouldn't have attributed to a Man City player and then he's not playing on the Saturday. That might explain some of his comments. Mm. Mm. And you hear underneath the surface that there's something not quite right in Man City right now. But Arsenal, can they win this league? Absolutely, they can. I yes. think. I think yeah. City, Jim. I think they're just. What, look, I think they'll find a way, City, to be better than they are right now. Well, Halland, they've got you, haven't Halland they? Haaland is, is an outstanding player, but if you look at it, it's all geared to one player. Back before, it was very collective. You have a succession of players scoring. Gundogan was the top goal scorer just two seasons ago. Yeah. So they're coming to terms, aren't they, with changing with that collective way of attacking to almost geared to one player. And at the moment, that's not quite sitting well. I think it was evident afterwards, Martin, we're in the mix zone. For those who, what's the mix zone? That's when the player, the zone that the media stand in, the players come through and if they want to talk to the media, they do. If they don't, heads down, they just get through it. Apart from Kulisewski, not one Tottenham player that I could see decided to stop and chat. Um, Kane head down out it's Romero the same Loris the same there was a mood of huge disappointment afterwards and amongst and I, I, I accept it they've just not they've just lost the, the North London derby um, Arsenal Saliba spoke to me you'll hear that in a moment but there was a mood of kind of we've just been defeated and it feels bad uh, that was the mood at Tottenham yesterday. That's normal. That yeah. is a normal behaviour, yeah. Jim. You don't want to be putting the microphone in front of me. I tell, you compound, I, I tell you who didn't compound it was Antonio Conte. He gave a different interview to the media than most would have anticipated. There was no whining, no carping, no grating, yeah. no bitching and moaning, no underlying messages, yeah. no insidious implications of what he has and hasn't got or inferences. There was a, a Antonio Conte that was quite balanced, I thought. Quite sure. Well, it would have been sure. difficult for him to have done that, wouldn't it, after criticising Arteta last last year, last time round, for complaining about everything else. Do you think Ramsey was um, innocent, an innocent party? I think he was... I think totally he, innocent at the you, end. Do you, do you, you, you look at Richarlison at the, uh, at the World Cup, you know, the samba, the dancing and all the way that they behaved after they scored their goals and then, and all he's done is just pointed to his badge and Richarlison's gone off the deep end is he is he for real Richarlison mm. I don't believe that he did anything wrong particularly in, in that celebration pointing at his badge to the Getting Tottenham fans getting barracked by the fans pointing most, at his badge most of the to Tottenham, the Tottenham most fans most of the Tottenham fans have gone sure at that stage Jim is that, they're all, they're, all is exiting, they're all exiting the stadium I don't think he's gone too far I didn't I see, I didn't I see him running I think you're right Jim I don't think it's wise but I don't think it gives one iota of excuse to that fan correct oh, I absolutely I, I don't think it was wise I mean there is a football player on a pitch that's in a, in a great position in every walk of his life and if a bunch of strangers are barracking you then you just have to get over it don't you yeah. you know, probably don't give it back to him it's not wise and then walk over and pick your gloves so you're right in their face but I don't think it gives Richarlison one iota of excuse for getting in his face and it certainly doesn't give that moronic fan the same thing. Absolutely right. And, Rich and you're right about that as well, Martin. Richarlison had nothing to do with it. So why get involved? Jim White and Simon Jordan. It's only for one, it's only for one, 
mafia boss Matteo Messina Denaro has been arrested. Now he's considered to be the leading figure in the Cosa Nostra and was reportedly captured when he visited a day clinic in the city of Palermo. Denaro has been on the run since, believe it or not, the mid-1990s when the Sicilian mafia stepped up their bombing and murder campaign that included the killing of two prosecutors. Well, let's talk to our reporter now, Davide Giglione, who is in Rome. And Davide, first of all, give us a, a bit of a flavour of who this man is and why he's been so important. Good morning. Yes, uh, this morning Italians are glued to the news because uh, um, everyone's trying to understand how it was possible um, for this man to, to escape for so long. Um, Matteo... Uh, uh, Messina Denaro was one of the most um, important um, criminals in the country, and according to Europol, was one of the most wanted men in Europe. He was sentenced, as you said, um, to a life term for his, for, for his role in the, in the murders of Falcone and Borsellino, two anti-mafia prosecutors who eventually became the symbol of the fight of the state um, against the organized crime. Now, um, it was really, really difficult to, to, to chase and follow and capture this man. Uh, and, and there was an aura of mystery surrounding him because no one has seen him publicly for the last 30 years. There was a photo dating back to the early 90s um, of him and uh, this aura of mystery surrounded him for years and years. Uh, this is a very important symbol um, for um, Italians and for Sicilians who over the years almost accepted the fact that they have to live with the organized crime surrounding them. So this man was really, really important because even though um, he wasn't seen publicly, publicly and was physically unavailable, he was still controlling and influencing the, um, the organized crime in Sicily, in Cosa Nostra, and was controlling part of the region. Mm. Um, so it's a very, very important uh, symbol for, for, for Italy, for the community and for Italian authorities, finally uh, showing that they're fighting back. Davide, what do we know about what he's been up to for the last 30 years? And, and, and more importantly, how was he caught? So he went to a, a private clinic this morning in the city of Palermo, and he was arrested while he was outside. Um, he went to a cafe doing the quintessentially Italian thing. He was reportedly having a coffee. Um, so the police, a squad of uh, more than 100 um, policemen, uh, was there to arrest him. Uh, and he was, he's been taken into custody, but no one knows uh, where he was taken. Uh, because obviously of security reasons. Um, so, um, so, 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 so over the last 30 years, no one really um, 
no one really knew where he was. So there was this mystery surrounding him. Um, people were saying that uh, he may have uh, resorted to plastic surgery. No one knew what he looked like. Uh, and no one knows what it looks like today. There was this um, photo who has been uh, photoshopped uh, by uh, uh, authorities, um, which was circulating, has always been circulating. But that became the symbol of the impossibility of catching powerful mafia bosses in Italy. Uh, and no one was expecting this uh, in the country. Um, so that's really, really, really important. Now, uh, this man um, has been sentenced to um, life ter a life term for the murders of the anti-mafia prosecutors, as you said, but also uh, is believed to be responsible um, for many bomb attacks uh, over the countries okay. in major Italian cities. And he's also perceived as very, very violent and is believed to have strangled his own wife uh, with his own hands. So it's, it's, it's quite shocking for Italians today. Davide, Davide Ghiglione, our reporter in Rome, absolutely shocking. And uh, thank you for giving us that update on the mafia boss who's been arrested today. Thank you. And it takes you eight points ahead of Manchester City at the top of the table. Yeah, now it's been a while, uh, so it was about time, I think. I think um, the last two games uh, we played here was a little bit similar. I think we controlled a lot of the game and then some key moments in the game we weren't sharp enough. And uh, I think today we, we showed a different side. We showed the... Uh, yeah, better side. Uh, the first half is brilliant. I think we control everything and uh, the way we use the ball and the way we play in the first half is um, yeah, brilliant. And then second half is a bit more open. Uh, they're pushing for the goal, but I think we're defending really good. So in general, uh, a great game. The goal scored from some distance. Was that the message from Mikel Arteta? Did he see a weakness there? Sorry about... Your goal scored from distance, a lot of chances taken from distance and converted. Was that part of the coaching? Did he see a weakness there? Um, no, to be honest, nothing special, but uh, a lot of the players, they tell me to shoot more and uh, today I did. So, uh, yeah, luckily I went in. Talk us through it slow-mo, what it's like, the ball at your feet, receiving it like that in a London derby and it finally going in the back of the net. Players' perspective, please. Yeah, no, amazing feeling. Uh, it's hard to describe, you know, the emotions when, when I see it go in. So, um, yeah, just amazing to score in a game like this and to to help the team and to make the fans happy, you know. So, very, very, very happy. Very disturbing scenes at the end of that. It appeared that someone was trying to kick Ramsdale um, in that little altercation between Charleston. Can you explain what happened and managed to end it all? No, I didn't see it, but from what I heard, someone um, attacked him. So. Um, yeah, uh, but I have to see it. Uh, I'm not really sure what happened, but uh, it's a shame that things like this can happen. And how do you keep this team calm now? Mikel Arteta's been an Arsenal captain. He knows it's going to be hard, but you know how the fans are going to react to this. <laughs> it's a huge gap now at the top and a big win here. No, but the fans, they should enjoy it. Uh, they should be happy. Uh, they should celebrate. And then we as a team, we will stay humble. We will still... Uh, Keep learning, keep improving. Uh, we still have so many things we can improve. So we'll stay humble and, uh, and look for the next game and, uh, and fight every day to, to get better. Tonight, five Laverne police officers were fired and three were recently suspended after an investigation found one officer was in intimate relationships with several other officers. According to the human resources director for the city, the mayor got an anonymous tip that a female officer was engaging in sexual relations with at least three other male officers. She also reportedly sent nude photographs and explicit videos to multiple co-workers. The HR director recommended the firings and suspensions and the mayor signed 
signed off on that decision. Anyways, okay, we get there to, I get up there again to where they were sitting, all my friends. So I'm going to put something out there that is actually super crazy. No, should I put it out? Yeah, I think uh, you only live once. You have to be a bad person sometimes. Because like she was saying rubbish about me and putting it as if like I'm the bad person. So Sima has been smashing my brother, right? So then my brother like is just like a normal guy that like just does whatever with every girl whenever she wants. So she felt entitled while Mutu Ubizili ghost. I can give nigga. A ghost doesn't mean nigga. Kimming nigga. My brother sees other two girls and they come and join us. Nah, I, I don't have limits. Whenever my brother wants to do whatever, I let him be. As long as the next set game. So no one can see it again. I can see it again. I know. So now she started like acting some kind of way. Why and everyone just felt so uncomfortable, guys. Every single person felt so uncomfortable. <laughs> but everyone was shocked. Yeah. How to say and sign of violence. So I guess or maybe she felt like they were gonna have a relationship or whatever in the future, but um, it didn't work. And then now she becomes worse like and she she tells me that she wants to leave and she like why like like don't make the whole team feel uncomfortable so everyone just didn't want her it's only the beginning eh? and then fine after we then decide that we're gonna go home so I'm always a villain but I'm only a villain a villain a villain, a villain, a villain. I'm always a V when someone just goes on the social. As of tonight, South Africa is still being run into the ground by an incompetent kleptocrat called Cyril Ramaphosa. <laughs> Shit, 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 shit,
Sing shit like we shit. Yeah, my sister wanna be a gabani. Me and Sugar my cat. Nyankuli Johnny put my chabulu wasi kam. Sing it Johnny lengen sadula loko mati kuti nanti nye zinkinga zakunzo itata loko matundika. Mangi ya time I am see candidate. It's we so sad the people are debate. Candidate was a woman in this pin this bona ning pata masweki. If we know that so do. Chie Best lawyer in the country. Fuck it. Go to Barry Room. Fuck everybody else. Go to Barry Room and get the best lawyer in the country. And ensure that this bitch doesn't get half of your things. Cause one thing she wants is she wants that child support and she wants alimony. She wants half of everything you own, black coffee. She wants the royalties. She wants the fucking, um, what you call the touring money. She wants everything. The houses, everything. Fucking no grateful bitch. You're ungrateful. Black coffee has been carrying this bitch for 10 years. And now all of a sudden she wants to file a divorce. And to give her a fucking quote from a fucking Beyonce song. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, the, she read a quote on her Instagram and the quote she, that she that she was reading it's actually from a Beyonce song if you listen to a Beyonce song called um, I think it's flawless or woke up like this something like that that's the same quote from a song bitch you're not even original you're gonna get a fucking quote from a Beyonce song get the fuck out of here see women like Ensem Bali they only wanna claim to be a black woman. I'm a strong, independent black woman when it's convenient for them. She's never been the type to speak out for black women, for injustices and things like that. She's, she's a quiet little bitch, a gold digging bitch. She's never actually been vocal about speaking up for black women. Now all of a sudden she wants to play the black woman card. Get the fuck out of here. And somebody, you've always been a gold digger. You got pregnant with this man's children at the age of 22. So you secured the bag early. Early. You're 31 years now. Black coffee. In the 10 years that he's been with you. Not one cheating rumor. Not one scandal. Nothing. And now all of a sudden you want to play the, the black woman power. Oh, I'm a strong, independent black woman. Get the fuck out of here. Nobody believes you, Answer. We don't believe you. You need more people. You've always been a gold digger and everybody knows it. If you've ever been to a black coffee show, I've been to three. Everybody knows that Ensem Bali always wants to be on stage. She's always on stage in the corner pressing her motherfucking... Shut up! What, 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 shut up! What happened to the Cowboys yesterday? What happened to them? Shut up! Say another word! This is over! And I ain't playing. What happened to the running game? Huh? What happened to the running game? Shut up! <laughs> say another word! Say something again! Say it! Say it! What happened to them now? They ready for the playoffs, huh? Huh? We rip, we respect. Oh! 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 oh. oh. First take. <laughs> next. There was Alpha, then Delta, then Omicron next. But this latest variant might be the best. It's XBB.1.5. Another brand of COVID-19 has arrived. It's a new
I never thought I'd make a video like this, but um, I think there's an important conversation to be had, and I just want to be fully accountable, honest, and uh, transparent with all of you guys. So I'd like to start by thanking every single person who's came out uh, in the past week um, to speak about different ways in which my behavior has made them feel um, uncomfortable or pressured during a sexual situation and to people who said that I've made unwanted advances and uh, had a hard time with rejection. Um, I'm sure this was not easy to do. It's never easy to speak out. And it was uh, hard for me to hear as well, because to be honest with you, up until this point, I didn't even really realize that I had this pattern that had affected multiple people. Um, I'd also like to apologize for my silence. Um, I think that when this stuff first came out, I was in a state of denial and shock. Um, I was, you know, just riding the high for my movie that just came out. And then within 48 hours, I was denounced by my closest collaborators. And uh, my name was printed in, in, in 40 different news outlets uh, next to the words sexual misconduct. And I just kind of spiraled into a mental health crisis. Uh, I'm okay now, but I don't really think this is about me. This is about the people that I've affected. So I just want to express my complete sympathy, respect, and uh, support for anyone who I've done wrong by. And I really want to do better and be fully accountable for everything that I've done. So that being said, I want to make a few things clear. Um, I've always taken no for an answer um, as far as consent. I've never uh, overstepped that line. Um, but, you know, I think I want to have a more nuanced and important conversation about power dynamics, pressure and uh, coercion. Because, you know, like I said, I think for, for a long time, I was behaving in a way that I actually thought was normal. Um, I thought that, you know, going home from the bar alone made you a loser. Um, I thought that persistence was a form of flattery. And I thought that, you know, if at first somebody was reluctant, you know, they're playing hard to get, just try harder. And if you think someone's feeling you, you know, make a physical advance and uh, see if they go with it. And I think that especially I realized when so many uh, young people, especially young men, rushed to defend me uh, when this stuff first started coming out, that this type of sex pest behavior is normalized. And a lot of people think this stuff is normal when I don't think that it is. And I think that I want to be fully responsible for not having a fluid understanding of consent and what enthusiastic two-way consent looks like. Um, that being said, a lot of the things that have been said online about me uh, are not true. A lot of things are missing really important contextual information that I think would change people's interpretation of a lot of these situations, but I'm not here to invalidate anybody's lived experience. Uh, if you feel pressured, you know, that's just what it is. I hope that young people and young men in particular can use my mistakes to learn and uh, move through life with a better understanding of consent. Um, as far as what I have planned, I'm not really sure what comes next. I mean, obviously, you know, reporting is my one true love and I'm 25 years old and I have my whole life ahead of me, but I really think that I need to do some serious work on myself and uh, figure myself out. So I'm going to start therapy sessions pretty much immediately. Um, also, not to blame alcohol, but I truly believe that uh, alcohol was a contributing factor to my poor decision making. And I think that alcohol in general has had a devastating impact on my life. So I think I'm going to uh, make the decision to join the 12-step program for Alcoholics Anonymous. And during this journey into sobriety, I want to take a serious step back from public life and, like I said, figure myself out. Um, and I hope that this reaches uh, the ears of anyone who's felt affected by me. Um, I'd love 
to reach out to you or you can reach out to me even just for me to say I'm sorry and I really apologize and I appreciate you all. Um, I also want to apologize to um, my closest collaborators, you know, my friends, my family, and people who will have to wear this stain on their career forever. Um, you guys don't deserve this and uh, I love you guys. Uh, that being said, uh, if you never want to watch Channel 5 again, um, I understand. Um, I hope you remember the uh, missions of radical empathy and uh, media literacy uh, that we have tried to put into the world through our through our coverage. Um, all right, that's all I want to say. A lot of people don't believe me. I've got receipts. I've got photos of us. I've got text messages. But you shouldn't need that. You should believe me, and you should stop supporting Andrew Callahan. Take away his platform. He doesn't deserve it. Famed YouTuber Andrew Callahan is accused of sexually assaulting multiple women who came forward with their stories on TikTok. I will tell you that he did eventually get consent. And that's the main point is that he eventually got consent because he wore me down. Accuser Carolyn Elise posted her TikTok last week, saying Callahan claimed he needed a place to stay and refused to leave her home, all before she was sexually assaulted. And I was very clear about the fact that we are not hooking up. He gets in my bed and wears me down to the point where I eventually do agree to do things that I wasn't proud of. Elise says Callahan texted her a, quote, skewed version of what happened. She maintains he coerced her into doing things she didn't want to. I told him no so many times prior to this. I said, I'm tired. I'm not really feeling it. I came up with any excuse that I possibly could to just get him off of me. Several days after Elise's video went viral, an accuser named Dana came forward. I had hooked up with Andrew previously. Um, he creeped me out, made me feel weird, was mean, demanding. Dana told viewers she made it clear she no longer wanted to hook up with Callahan, but that he sexually assaulted her anyway. He proceeded to put his hand down my pants. I told him to stop. I told him to get off of me multiple times. Callahan rose to fame on the documentary series All Gas No Breaks and the YouTube series Channel 5 News. Most recently, Callahan released a movie on HBO, which his accusers say was a catalyst in their TikToks. This is really hard for me to say. I never thought I would come forward, but it's even more hard to have to relive the trauma that I endured every single day by seeing this man as a social justice warrior, as someone who cares about human rights, get a platform. So far, Callahan has not commented on the allegations. Reporting for Long Crime Network, I'm Sierra Gillespie. When I was your age, I already owned a house. Yeah, because it cost $6. Your down payment couldn't buy a Frosty at an airport Wendy's today. The last time houses were actually affordable was when college degrees were actually useful. Have you doom-scrolled Zillow lately? I don't know if that's the price of a house or if the realtor's cat walked across the computer and sat on the zero key. The only way to own a house now is to patiently wait for Mr. Beast to give you one. By the time I was your age, by the time I'm your age, the sun will have exploded. So who needs it? house is a proven fact it's a proven fact that these forged documents existed and were being circulated amongst right-wing newspapers in baghdad and around the world in the immediate aftermath of the fall of the iraqi regime now senator i gave my heart and soul to oppose the policy that you promoted i gave my political life's blood to Try to stop the mass killing of Iraqis by the sanctions 
on Iraq, which killed a million Iraqis, most of them children. Most of them died before they even knew that they were Iraqis, but they died for no other reason other than that they were Iraqis, with the misfortune to be born at that time. I gave my heart and soul to stop you committing the disaster that you did commit in invading Iraq. And I told the world that your case for the war was a pack of lies. I told the world that Iraq, contrary to your claims, did not have weapons of mass destruction. I told the world, contrary to your claims, that Iraq had no connection to Al-Qaeda. I told the world, contrary to your claims, that Iraq had no connection to the atrocity on 9-11-2001. I told the world, contrary to your claims, that the Iraqi people would resist a British and American invasion of their country and that the fall of Baghdad would not be the beginning of the end, but merely the end of the beginning. Senator, in everything I said about Iraq, I turned out to be right and you turned out to be wrong. And 100,000 people have paid with their lives, 1,600 of them American soldiers sent to their deaths on a pack of lies, 15,000 of them wounded, many of them disabled forever on a pack of lies. If the world had listened to Kofi Annan, whose dismissal you demanded, if the world had listened to President Chirac. Okay, for instance, that jumpsuit for the podcast, that's my jumpsuit. It's mine. I, I had to tell her, pay me. So for You're wearing my thing and you did not buy you're wearing my thing and you do not bust your smelling. I changed my whole couch in my house because of Trevor because you sat on my couch and my couch started smelling. For one week straight, ask that Tonga Prince. For one week straight, my house was smelling pussy in the house. I had to change Yo. my couch. Yo. Now she goes and tell and tell people that I'm after her man. Which man? Do you think you know you know my man? Yeah. You know my man. Yeah, that nigga. So I will cheat on that man who does everything for me because of because I want to be fucked by men that I don't know. Now I am going to take that man for real. I am going. <laughs> Tommy, and uh, it's 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 sad. People don't know the side of that girl. On on a. Hello. Hi. Um, it's like just a quick one. Um, uh -huh. so as far as I know, I just wanted to hear it from you because I'm hearing it from him. You guys have decided to continue your relationship. Uh, no, that's not what we spoke about. The last time we spoke was after we spoke. Mm -hmm. And I was waiting for what you had said. As I have said to him, I do not want his temple and I'm not going to change my mind. So, Mina, what mm. I'm hearing from him is that Kubega, regardless of what I want. So, Ja and I have businesses together um, or ventures uh, that took place before we even did, were in anything. You were hurt when you spoke to me and I know that feeling. That's not a feeling I want anyone 
that's not a feeling I want anyone to to go through, which is why I kept silent. Um, and I took it in and I took your pain in. And I completely understood where you were coming from. Um, something drew me back and I was like, you know what? Okay, let's try. And from that trying, um, I was telling him that I was doing a lot of question asking with regards to what it entails to be in this temple. Apart from watching a couple of shows, I know people in South Africa, a couple of friends, a couple of friends of friends that are in his temple. And I've done my homework and I understand that it needed to be received at home first. And that was my thing. I think we and I my homework and I understand that it needed to be received at home first and that was my thing I think we both agreed that we can't keep quiet it was all behind my back it was completely mm -hmm. wrong because we you guys did not use protection no I have condoms in every facet of my world in my car right now these condoms I just no Instead of leaving his wife, he offers you second I'm wife. I'm not even divorced yet. How would I ask for something like that? Another thing that's bugging me is I asked him, has Enche been to our house? And no, he's I've been in my homework and I understand that it needed to be. was completely mm -hmm. wrong because you guys were having sex, right? Mm. Yeah. Mm. So understand this. You guys are sleeping together. That's a whole different step on its own. And every time you said you said every time you've used protection is that absolutely true or there have been times of passion where you guys did not use protection no i have condoms in every facet of my world in my car right now these condoms i just no instead of leaving his wife and he offers you second I'm wife not even yet how would i ask for something like that another thing that's bugging me is i asked him has Enche been to our house? And no, he's I've been to your house once, nothing more. I went to your house, I think there was a braai um, that he was having with his friends. I went there and yeah, that was the only time. What would you want to tell your 15-year-old self right now on this carpet? You're talking to my 15-year-old self. There's nothing wrong with your nose. There is nothing wrong with the shade of your skin. There is nothing wrong with the way your hair grows out of your head. And there is certainly nothing wrong with your lips because there will be some people called Kardashians and they will pay $10,000 for your lips. Hang in there, 15-year-old Cheryl Lee Ralph. You're good. On the number six ranked University of Utah Red Rocks gymnastics team, they beat number 10 ranked LSU on Friday night. But unfortunately, the main story from Friday was not their big win. It was the behavior of dozens of teen boys trying to get the attention of LSU gymnast and influencer Libby Dunn. Fox 13 News reporter Darian DeBrule spoke with Utah Gymnastics about how Friday's events impacted them and how they hope fans can learn from it. 
The amount of support we get makes you feel so good. University of Utah gymnastics meets are some of the most attended events in college athletics. We've obviously competed in multiple arenas and there's literally nothing like the feeling the fans give us in the Huntsman. It's so loud, so energetic and always positive. But at Friday's meet, some of the fans weren't there for gymnastics. They were there to get the attention of LSU gymnast and influencer Livy Dunn. They were out there just, you know, yelling out, we want Livy, which I could tell she was also upset about and keeping her head down. After the meet, dozens of teenage boys lined up near LSU's team bus, catcalling and yelling at gymnasts and others as they exited the Huntsman Center. It was obviously like a little uncomfortable to have a bunch of teenage boys like run up to you, but we understand that Livy is also like a very big name. It's disappointing that there's people that kind of disrespect um, the athletes and that's never nice to see. On Sunday, Dunn tweeted her fans saying I will always appreciate and love the support from you guys but if you come to a meet I want to ask you to please be respectful of the other gymnasts and the gymnastics community as we are just doing our job. She's just like us she's another gymnast another teammate she's doing exactly the same thing and you know she must love the support and she's done amazing for herself but at the same time when there's disrespectful comments it's a bit of a shame especially when all you're doing is working hard to try and perform for those fans. But the Red Rocks say they don't want Friday's drama to distract from the rest of their season. I'm just excited to do it with the team and have fun. No matter what the reason is for them coming to our gymnastics meets, I want them to come away feeling like they've learned something new about gymnastics, about how it works, and I really want them to appreciate the beauty of our sport and how much hard work goes into it. If you want to watch the Red Rocks in action, they will be performing at the Rio Tinto Best of Utah on Friday night, where they will take on BYU, Southern Utah, and Utah State. At the John M. Huntsman Center, I'm Darian DeBrule, Fox 13 News, Utah. She's the gorgeous college gymnast who's making $2 million a year as a big-time social media influencer. How can I forget my American Eagle corduroys? Today, Libby Dunn is learning the price of fame. The Louisiana State University junior is asking her young male fans to be respectful when they come to her meets. Livy's fans are showing up in droves, hoping for just a glimpse of her. It's clear who they want to see. The spectacle is upsetting Livy and other gymnasts. This is actually so scary and disturbing and cringy. I'm embarrassed for them, says one former Olympic gymnast. Now 20-year-old Livy is taking to social media, telling her fans to cool it. I will always appreciate and love the support from you guys, but if you come to a meet, I want to ask you to please be respectful of the other gymnasts, as we are just doing our job. Well said, Livy. Sometimes I just think too much, sometimes I just think too little Right now I might need some luck, no hitting rock bottom, I'm stuck in the middle I can't lie, I don't need that much, I'm not in a rush, but hoping for better I don't care if it's taking forever, trust in the process, make a tell. Most times I just think too much, but sometimes I just think too little Right now I might need some luck, no hitting rock bottom, I'm stuck in the middle I can't lie, I don't need that much, I'm not in a rush, but hoping for better I don't care if it's taking forever, trust in the process, make a tell. I'm like Yannick Sinner, going back this winter bags, I'm stacking thinner I can't grab this dinner, not a crap beginner I just like the glimmer, I don't have no hope, I pass a track that's silly Beat is too cold, go and hack the shiver 
Moving bold, I couldn't fact deliver But the truth be told, I'm just a track that's with her Solid tell you, that's the stats I give her It's facts who differ, all these packs could lift her Mood or spirit could be rude and fear it Making moves until it's flowing through in minutes Sort of magic fixture You can't hack the mixture Now I change it from chatting this waffle with flows Push I stop all the lows, never popping or close I'm a flop in it shows Trying to just shop when it's closed I can't just moan, maybe I should step out of my comfort zone I've always laughed alone, I'm such an introvert I've always loved this home Really can't have shown much potential, but fuck it, I'm stuck on loan. I can't just clone. I'm not a puppet, just shut it. I'm up in this early, I love this zone. It's time that I level up, 80s evolving. Somebody passed me a new red candy. Currently lost, but it's handy. I'll get out the grass with a chance, understand me. But still got ash till it's misty, not actually risky. I'm calm with a plan G. Not sure he would actually miss me, cause those times I just think too much. But sometimes I just think too little. Right now, I might need some luck. No hitting rock bottom, I'm stuck in the middle. I can't lie, I don't need that much. I'm not in a rush, but hoping for better. I don't care if it's taken for Trust in the process, make a lot Most times I just think too much But sometimes I just think too little Right now I need some luck Don't hit rock bottom, I'm stuck in the middle I can't lie, I don't need that much I'm not in a rush, but hoping for better I don't care if it's taking forever Trust in the process, make a lot I don't rap for the sake of it I'll take a pick, have doubts so I'll make it big I'll state it's rigged, this map I don't hate the prick I'll take the stick, fuck that I can't make the gate or fake it quick not sure if I'll stay so humble, hate to mumble Nah, just afraid I'll crumble, great example Fuck, if I made a bundle, play the samples Fucked what I've craved and fumbled Look at me, I'll be overthinking, loads of drinking Fuck, I'm the boat that's sinking, we'll go linking Nah, I'm not alone, I'm simping, no it's hinted Why would I moan, I'm limping All the way to this finish line, can't finish lines This chin is fine, diminish mine I'll bend this rhyme, I'll win this time I'll spin this time, can't dim the shine I'll skim this primers when I'm back Busy working on the track, not really learning to adapt No tables turning when I rap, no stable earning where it's at I got no fashion sense, plus a track of stems I really need the growth, I guess well that depends If I could cheat the most, I'll probably need a ghost Until I see the coast, I'll go and stack the gems We're cut from a different cloth with that song Then I'll still will thread like I'm Songa Not dropping those shots, just bars for your head And I'm thinking instead I'm like Songa See, I'm just a plonker and what more? I'm like Mikel, won't stop till I'm top four Am I mentally stronger? I'm not sure And it's all fucked, most times I just think too much But sometimes I just think too little Right now I might need some luck No hitting rock bottom, I'm stuck in the middle I can't lie, I don't need that much I'm not in a rush, but hoping for better I don't care if it's taking forever Trust in the process, Mikel, I'll tell Most times I just think too much But sometimes I just think too little Right now I need some luck Don't hit rock bottom, I'm stuck in the middle I can't lie, I don't need that much I'm not in a rush, but hoping for better I don't care if it's taking forever Trust in the process, Mikel, I'll tell ¿Cuántos, minu ¿Cuántos minutos faltan? Faltan dos, hostia, por cierto, faltan dos minutos, ya que lo veo, anuncio que la Kings League, un gran anuncio, eh, Casio nos ha dado eh, relojes bah. y tenemos un acuerdo con Casio, la Kings League ha llegado a un acuerdo con Casio. Estás vacilán. ¡Bravo, Casio! Oye, esto, esto es cachondeo, ¿no? Esto es broma. Esto es cachondeo. No, no, os lo digo en serio, toma, mira, aquí tienes uno, mira, un Casio, ¿vale? Para Ibai, toma. ¿Para mí? ¿Cómo? Para ti, porque no, tenemos para todos. El despursito. Ah, el Dispursio, no, el Dispursio lo lleva. Ah, ya lo lleva, ya oye, lo lleva. Oye, oye, lleva. oye, no tengo. Hostia, no hay, pues este ya antes aparece. Este, 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 este reloj es para toda la vida, eh, te lo digo, eh, es un reloj de puta madre. Eh. Pero una pregunta, ¿qué ha pasado? Es que no me he enterado. Ah, coño, relojes, que sé, Ibai, tío. Eh. Tenemos muchas relojes. Kun, ¿por qué entro Casio? Por la canción de Shakira. No me jodas. Energy analyst Lumile Machele says the stage eight power cuts are coming. The stage means South Africans wouldn't have power for, for around 12 to 14 hours a day. The power utility implemented stage six blackouts, citing technical and financial constraints at Kuburg Power Station.
It is very realistic. That is a possibility. And in fact, this is why they had to implement stage six as of midday yesterday, because had they not done that, had they not preserved the diesel pump storage, if anything had happened in, during the evening peak, it would have likely most tipped us over to stage seven or stage eight. What does this mean? Currently at stage six, we're load shedding at anything between 10 to 12 hours a day. You will not have electricity. So anticipate that at stage eight, for about 12 to 14 hours a day, you will not have electricity. Now, I hate making this comparison, but if you look at what is happening in Zimbabwe currently, where they're off for 18, 19 hours a day, but theirs is continuous. It is not on a rotational basis. Um, And the fact that I even need to find myself making this comparison is truly a testament to how bad things have gotten, not just at the utility, but in the country as a whole. I'm Ariel Tiger. I am the most popular person in the world, one star. But I have a problem in my head. So mating sits inside meant movies. I don't understand who and how it's and Tottenham Hotspur. All I ask of you today is one single favour. Please beat Arsenal. This weekend has already been bad enough for me and I don't want to see Arsenal go eight points clear at the top of the Premier League. They are not that good. Trust me, you can beat them. And if there was ever a day to do it, make it today. A few moments later. Arsenal are actually going to win the Premier League, aren't they? I genuinely can't fucking believe it every time i think they might drop points they just win they just keep winning and i absolutely fucking hate it but My children will not come to school on Monday with a mask on, all right? That's not happening. And I will bring every single gun loaded and ready to, I, I will call every- That's three minutes. You've you gone past your time. It's a policy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'll see y'all on Monday. Maui. My beloved baby daddy, please shoot all these fools. Our cyborg kids want to update their software. Beep 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 bop. I'm a robot, baby. Allah sent me here to destroy humanity. I love you. Allahu Akbar bitches.